0: The following is a presentation of Morning Drive Media.
1: Broadcasting from on the road. That's right, the Napsock Files has, bag, will travel. This is the Napsock Files. I'm Ken Napsock here for another interview with some of my favorite people. That's the point of this whole damn thing. This guy... This guy mm. has been uh, uh, for, for oh, since two thousand, late nine, two thousand ten. One of my favorite humans, one of my favorite scoundrels, and it's and it's been a hard get to get him on the napsack files. <laughs> but I'm here at his home. It's why it might sound a little different, my normal s- uh, setting. But I'm glad to be here. This is Jack Conway.
0: Hi, Ken.
1: Oh, that's can a best.
0: that's a heck of a setup. Yeah, you're one of my favorite scoundrels. I'm Absolutely. That, now you make it sound like I'm. Uh... Uh, other, I don't know. You make it sound like I'm hard to get a hold of. I'm just you're busy, lazy. Well, lazy, okay. busy. Well, at the end of a day, yeah. I like to come well, home and drink and be in my home, which is and what, that's what we're doing. Which is what we're doing now, <laughs> just with
1: microphones. Now, Jack Conway is um, writer, producer, sure, uh, wrangler. Yeah, um, you cat you, herder. You've had cat herder. You've worked at a lot of different places in and around the digital media space. True, uh, traditional media too, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, you once were an actor, which is what we're going to talk <laughs> about. We're going to talk about that. Strong word. Um, and I also consider you a Godfather, one of the Godfathers of viral videos. Thank you, sir. Um, you, you got in this game early, so that's also why you're busy too. But we met as technically writing partners. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, time listeners in Napster Files know my good friend and writing partner. Matt Key, the Matt Key. Well, I met Jack through Matt Key when we teamed up for a uh, super project with Jack Conway, Matt Mercer, Matt Key, and myself. We all gathered together to come up with some good nerd stuff. It didn't work. Um, <laughs>
0: we we came good- up with some really good ideas yeah. that no one will ever see. Never. Never see the light Multiple of day. Multiple ideas. Yeah. And not just like one strong idea. We were good. Like a lot of ideas. We, we were a good factory. We were. Of, of creating. We were. Have you told them the name of our team? No, no. Explain it. Uh, we, uh, not to go too far into it, but if, yeah. you've, if Matt Key has been on this show before, several times, okay, yeah. So Matthew Ryan Key is a, a fellow of many words. He's he, a wordsmith. He literally cannot be a fellow of few words. No. I am the opposite of Matthew Ryan Key. Yes. I need things explained to me within three sentences, and you need to shake your keys in my face to keep my attention. <laughs> You're like I, a cat. Yes. I, and th- this is why I live in digital media, because I am right. the ADHD factor. It's perfect. Uh, I am an adult man who, right before you walked into my home, was so excited that I got a new Lego Dimensions toy in the in the mail. <laughs> so as soon as you leave... Uh, I can sit on my couch in my underwear and play a child's game uh, for about three hours and stay up too late.
1: No, I get that. Yeah. So where That's I'm going okay. with all this yeah. is
0: that we were having a conversation at one point uh, about a script that we'd all worked mm-hmm. on together. You, myself, Matt Mercer, and Matt Key. Yeah. And uh, at one point we were discussing a castle in the script. And Matt Key included, in describing the castle, included the word crenellated. <laughs> It is a crenellated castle. Turns out it's a real word. It's a real word. And as I was uh, making my usual psycho cuts to mm-hmm. our scripts, which were usually roughly 178 pages long, I think, for right, uh, right. for about a 15-minute show. Right, right. Uh, yeah, I was going through and, and cutting everything I possibly could. And I tried to remove the word crenelated because, as I said, a uh, it's an, uh, unnecessary in your description, and b no one knows what that means. Really. Can we can we curse? Yeah, oh absolutely. My, yeah. but mom no, would be disappointed. But I will then I won't. No, no. no. So Please, go, go uh, for and it. I'll go, I'll go back story into I, my podcast that I do and explain why I curse so much. But anyway, uh, so. Crenelated uh, was a 25 to 30 minute fight between myself and Matt Key. <laughs> and when I say fight, I mean that all of our fights were amazing. Like it was, yeah. always, it was always that just sort of uh, British Parliament sort of, well, yes, citizen, I understand your point, but wouldn't you agree? I can see the, the fine t- t- point about Crenelated <laughs> yes. being a real word. In the context of the... Uh, so it then became such a lengthy fight as poor Matt Mercer and Ken Knapps are sitting yeah. off to the side trying to eat some enchilada. Lattas, yeah. And Matt Key and I will not shut up about. And the very, the irony that I'm explaining how we're wasting our time with this. <laughs> and then I waste 20 to 25 minutes fighting with fighting. him about it. So then we decided that we would be crenellated ink. Yeah, and that right. became even funnier because Matt Key and I are unusually tall. Yeah. And uh, Matt Mercer that's and right. Ken are normal sized human beings. <laughs> uh, and so when you line us up, we in fact look like a crenellated wall, which crenellated means the walls of a castle, wall. which are high low high, high, low, high, low, high, low.
1: Something I learned. That moment that in time, that very evening, and every time I drive south to Disneyland, I pass that building like you <laughs> yes. pointed out. That is a castle it to, facade.
0: Yes, it used to be a shoe factory. Yes, it was literally the name of it. And, and I was like, one day, day that'll be our office.
1: If we had succeeded, that would have been that our been office. Ink. Now I call you the Godfather of social media and viral videos because when I met you in late two thousand nine, um, you had already this this new brave world we were all <laughs> entering. You had all you were like a grizzled veteran. <laughs> Like you were making videos when you had to
0: like true. pay for bandwidth and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. When did that begin? Now, when you, okay, so to your listeners, when you say mm-hmm. like, oh, he's a veteran of viral, he's the godfather. So they're like, oh, what do he make? It's nothing right. you've heard of. Right. I want to be super clear about this. There is no like uh, Star Wars kid video mm-hmm. in my history. I have some You're- things I'm very proud of that I right. will mention that I think are still very good, and I've had some things that have gotten a decent amount of views. Right. 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 Um, but what that means is. I went uh, to, uh, I'm, I'm an older fellow, I suppose. You're the same I went age bracket yeah. as me. We're still okay. spry. To, I went to college in the early 90s. Yes. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Um, and I went to school in New Mexico for, uh, I wanted to be an actor. Uh, right. And I can't. And we'll, I guess we'll dig into that later, which is oh, great. Oh, we're going There's a big, giant pin uh, in that I'm one. I'm so excited about that. Uh, so when I came to Los Angeles, uh, I tried to be an actor for a while, and that did not go as as I right. wanted. And then right. all of my friends from school were all in production. They were all film guys. Right. Um, and they all moved out. And then we started making um, just short videos because they mm-hmm. just wanted to, and that's what we did. And the medium was changing very quickly, and the internet was kind of becoming more and more of a bigger thing that everyone was using. So we were making web series. We made my my very best friend and my roommate from college uh, Sean Rourke made a web series called Amanda Hades and it was this mm-hmm. future uh, very um, if you are familiar with the show Max Headroom uh, oh, well, Edison uh, Carter Max yes Headroom, thank yes. you and Amanda Pays as mm-hmm. Theora. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. yep. uh, so that was uh, it was Life sort of that basis of that, yes yes that cyberpunk uh, yep. future concept and we made the show and we shot I can't even remember like probably 20 episodes of this series wow. and there was no YouTube that just didn't right. exist you just
1: didn't have anywhere to put it, nope.
0: right? So we got Amanda Hades, and I say we, the, Sean. This is all the brainchild of Sean and his, and Bill Murphy, right. the producers. I was just at, at that time I was just the talent, mm-hmm. but at, like most. Um, obnoxious talent and I started writing my own episodes and trying to promote the thing <laughs> and make my own things and I did I got to write and, d- and direct a couple episodes uh direct
1: this episode uh,
0: yeah I was that guy it, which is even more hilarious because it was just like five friends from college and a budget of d- a dollar and yeah, yet yeah. I was still like the monster <laughs> who would show up 20 minutes late and be like you know I don't think my character would do that like so I was already that problem um which uh, karmically I've had to pay for for the rest of my life because now right. I work with talent. Um, so anyway, so we would make series and you, yeah, you would just get a domain name and then you'd upload an, an MP4. No, it wasn't even MP4. Uh, yeah. MPEG, an MPEG. A- 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 MPEG. You'd upload a- an MPEG, a- a- MPEG a- a- or an AVI. Um, oh, both. Yeah. Usually you do both formats and then you'd have to go to that page and then you would download the video because if you clicked it to watch it, it was you know 14 hours later. Yeah. So you would uh, you would put a viewing link which would be like 48 bits. Like it was you know it was terrible. Yeah. Uh, I I mean, 420 realistically, or what is that called? Uh, Because that's the original issue, I think it was 480K. Anyway, uh, 4DP. Um, And then you would have a download link, and so fans would have to download it. Then from there, even more, uh, I guess, weird and forward thinking is that we made this show called Geek Week, which was a weekly show, quote, quote, about pop culture. And that just didn't exist. I mean, you're 10 years before your time.
1: I mean,
0: (laughs) it it was. I will say it. I'll take credit for it. Yeah, Yeah. we we did a thing that no one was doing. But the funny part is that the editing process for Geek Week took about a month. So Geek (laughs) Week, by the time the news came out, we'd already it was a month later. (laughs) Um, Yeah, and and you know what? What also is interesting, though, is that um, that style of YouTube cutting didn't exist yet. So everything was still Mm. cut, like television or movies. Right. So had we that you know had that been a thing, yet Geek Week would have probably been a weekly show right. with the quick cuts and the super edits and stuff. But we all we knew was television, yeah. Um, and and really all we had then again this is even before G four. Oh wow! There was a station called Tech TV. I remember yeah, Tech TV back in the old days yes. of cable. And Tech TV eventually I think got wrapped up and swallowed by G four, and then I think so. Yeah. A, a thing. Um. So yeah. yeah, there there was no outlet, so we were just. Yeah. Reaching out to our friends and saying, "Like we're making this thing. We're talking about geek news, and we also have this web series that's about. I don't think web series is even a term yet. Yeah. About cyber, <laughs> cyber t- people. And then uh, to put it, I realize I am rambling, but to put no, it on, on the Amanda Hades thing, the web series yeah. was that. Um, the concept was that it was the future. I think That's I say it was 2017 or something. It was like for 2027. It might've been, it wasn't far <laughs> enough out, but it was the future and it was it's uh, like when Robotech started in 1999. Yeah, yes, exactly. Um, and, uh, corporate America has completely taken over, which of course that hasn't happened. Um, and, uh, and so we were a secret band of hackers that were trying to get the reality out to the people. And the slug line was, um, sorry, let me, let me lead up a little (laughs) bit more. This is great. Have you sued USA yet for Mr. Robot? Uh, Not just yet. Um, and, and, uh, tech TV reached mm-hmm. out to us and, and uh, Neil Lepore actually, mm-hmm. from from who was on tech TV originally, loved our series and was promoting it on his show on, I believe it was on NPR. right um, And I might be saying his name wrong, but I think it was Neil Lepore. Anyway, and uh, and so they reached out to us and they even flew the producers, Sean and Bill, out to Florida to talk about well, this uh, as a TV show that would be airing, quote, quote, on, on, on TV, TV <laughs> on cable, on tech TV. Um, and it was it was good to go. They were really wow. excited about it. So here's the here's the awkward punchline ending. The slugline for uh Amanda Hades was the first name in broadcast terrorism because we were t- teaching the world what was real. <laughs> yeah. Guess what happened? Little thing <laughs> called 9/11. Little, little thing uh and then terrorism was not a fun <laughs> word to use in your pitch terrorism wasn't the lighthearted comedy we all stopped needed stopped returning be. our yeah. calls that show did not happen well, at all
1: not even a chance to give you to come up with a new tagline huh? no no it was done <laughs> it was that was done. that was
0: the end of amanda hades and that's when we moved on to make uh yeah. new geek culture Right with Geek Week.
1: I mean, all right, Jack. Look, you're not quite ham- the Beatles in Hamburg in 1960 at the beginning of a revolution, <laughs> learning how to do it. But you, this is exciting stuff. To as someone who now works in digital media, when we first met, I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah. To to see at the beginning, is there at any point as you as it started to turn, did you look back and feel talk about Geek Week? You feel like you were you missed the boat on something big early, or you were proud to be helping kind of build something like. You know what I mean, like yeah, yeah. you were there, you were there when we were you know downloading links for yeah. two hours, yeah, yeah. and see I where it is now
0: I think i I always do this uh, this scenario called the time travel scenario where like older mm. you goes back and talks to young you and like yes. what you would say, mine just shakes his head in shame well mine let's see here's here's a short example of the perfect time travel me mm-hmm. time travel me goes back to little me and is like hey, dude, I'm from the future. And he's like, oh, cool. Our hair is exactly the same. But we got rid of the braces. That's you, rad. You bastard. Yeah. Uh, and then he's like, uh, hey, man, what are you into right now, even though you're too young to be watching those things? And I'm like, aliens. I'm infatuated with aliens. Yeah. Oh, my god. I can't stop. I love aliens. And I love, have you heard of Predator? And I'll be like, yeah. Yeah, little me. Here's the deal. They make a movie that's them fighting. And I'll be like,
1: <laughs> what? what?
0: And he'll be like, yeah. Here's the deal: they make like three or four of them, and by the end, you just stop watching them because they're <laughs> terrible. And then little me is like, "You're a liar! <laughs> How I dare would, you! I would never! <laughs> that would be that's all I would do is just watch what? that movie a hundred million it's, it's times: Alien vs. Predator. Predator, like my Dark Horse comic books." And I'd be like, "No, dude, they're not even good." Yeah, that's that's my time travel scenario. So my time yeah. travel scenario was this: Yeah, if you went back, and this is an adult me going back to another adult me, right, being like, "Hey, you know that?" show you do with your friends on weekends that you literally can't explain to anyone when they ask what it is, Right, do it for, and I know this sounds like a small amount of time, literally two more years, and you will be Mm, at the forefront of something that that becomes a multi-million dollar, the next bubble before it pops industry. (laughs) Um, This show that you do called Geek Week, where you just talk about geek stuff, do that, um, and do it on the weekends. I know it doesn't pay you, but it will, and you'll make more money than anyone. Yeah, uh, and if you just keep doing it, but consistency is key because everyone yeah. tries it, and if they don't do it for more than four weeks, then you know, and, and most of them don't. Yeah, yeah. Who cares? Yeah. But if you do it for a year, if you lock in for one year, right when YouTube hits, you will be Phil DeFranco. You will be these these names right. that just make it because they just they're consistent. They're smart. They're consistent. They make good right. content uh and do, i still wouldn't believe myself from the future i would be like right. yeah that that's nonsense this is no one knows what this is i can't right. explain to my parents what i'm doing they well, don't get it do, 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 I mean, it's still to this day right i mean it, yeah. it
1: it's still it's still so new and you, and you make the jokes and i've heard you make it before cuz you the dot, it's you know looking at the dot com and that this this digital media bubble might burst that's not saying digital media will go away but yeah. there's still some parts of it that it feels like it's go it could burst and go away at any, at point. any time and and, and that's
0: and even going into that, even moving forward, like when I, so I started working in 2012 at a company called Machinima, which was right. at that time the the heat for like, uh, boys like 14 to 25, like gaming. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I got to make some content there and they it, randomly, but even at that time, as soon as I walked in the door, yeah, I had that twinge of regret of like, right. Oh my God, if I just kept doing this, these, these idiot kids mm-hmm. that were, and I'm, I don't mean that in a clump. I mean that there were some specific like YouTubers who were just right. kind of garbage, right? Uh, don't make me say names. I'm not going to. I don't want to say it, na- yeah. oh, There's a guy doing it and saying he's garbage. Um, but also at that time, uh, Toby Turner uh, Tabuscus was one yeah. of our main guys. And is, if you do any little googling on that, that gets a little rough. That worked too. out well. Yeah. So I mean, that was one of the people I had to like dance around. Who was paying? Mm. Who was being paid? Just so much money. And yeah. as a kid, just a, and and so even going in there, and I was like, oh my god, there's so much potential. And I remember. It's a true. story. I remember reaching out to a friend of mine who lived in England named Kelly, and I was like, "Listen, you play video games. You're a cute girl, and you have access to like YouTube Live. You should be streaming yourself playing video games because right, that's, right. that's a rarity at this time for like gamer girls right. uh, who uh, just like playing video games all day. Just like play WoW and film it." And she was like, "That." Is ridiculous. Why would I do that? And I'm like, no, I really think you'd get a big, yeah. and you would get paid out by YouTube. She's like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. And yeah. like, I kept pushing her. I'm like, get a camera. She's like, I, I can't get a webcam. That's a whole eighty dollars. Um, and now on, she literally pays her bills on Twitch. She like, now that's, owns England. Yes, exactly. And that's that is now her living. Like, she yeah. she on Twitch and she plays games and she makes pretty good money. I think she's yeah. paying her rent. And like that that became a thing. That is that is. It's that tr- it's Truman Show, like Truman yeah, Show really yeah, yeah. is a thing in multiple versions, and I think it's All always ways. gonna be. Now I, I think, it, and or, or, I shouldn't even say Truman Show. Fahrenheit yeah. four fifty one, the movie, like yeah. there's that window into life that we love watching voyeurism. Well,
1: and it's, you talk about I remember when because we were writing when you got hired at Machinima, mm-hmm. and um, it was a good gig, and we're and I was still kind of like I'm not. I think it's a web zone. I don't know what he's working at, <laughs> um, but uh, I remember, and I'm paraphrasing, but I've I've told I may have even told the story in the podcast where so here here's you and I and Matt. Key. And Matt Mercer, mm-hmm. who had not yet become the... Ma- he was on his way to being the
0: Matt Mercer we know as the uh, head. Who, is, who owns the internet right now. Yeah, like owns he, critical, he's the ultimate yeah, success story when the of something critical that role. didn't yeah. exist until two years ago, yeah. or three years ago. He is a dungeon master for a living because of the internet. Right.
1: And I remember that
0: amazing. Me. That's a side story. I remember him yeah, going, sir. yeah,
1: they want to film us doing some DD. Mm-hmm. Like, that sounds interesting. Now it yeah. is what it is. But I remember around that time, and like here, so here we are, these four... You know, talented dudes trying to make their way. Coming up with this traditional media content. Yes. Like, if we can get a ma- meeting with Seth Rogen, I think yes. we can make this <laughs> yes. into a motion I picture. Recall all of that. And you're like, guys, I just today at work cut a check for $1,500 to a kid on his toilet in Minnesota. Yep.
0: That was Onision, by the way. Yes. You remember that really? story. Yeah, because yeah, it, it's kid. burned in my brain
1: because yeah. I was like, I, am I in the wrong generation? Did I miss, <laughs> miss out on something? <laughs> and I don't want to sit on my toilet and broadcast. <laughs> yeah. But it is what it is. And so I don't know... What do you think? What part of the, what part of this bursts if, if something bursts? Because digital media isn't going away. No, but we still need traditional media's money. Absolutely. And security. Absolutely. That's what I see every day in my
0: my work. So I'm sorry. Uh, uh, it's a convoluted can you clarify question. Your I'm question is to what? No, <laughs> and we're both drinking heavily because yeah, it's yeah. my home and that's the rule here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, so you, you, what, you, you, are you, you asking what is going to be the next pop?
1: Yeah. What what what, what will change? because it's not going away but you made the comment and I think that's accurate about hey this is something that potentially could burst and I live with that fear every day we are so youtube uh, uh, you know reliant yeah. and youtube is is not yeah. what it once was it might change you know yeah. facebook live might be a bigger thing uh, instagram stories might be the bane of my existence uh, well, as they are now Well they're not
0: Instagram stories they're everything stories they're yeah. facebook stories now uh, yeah, uh, That's you know, a running meme That there's like Any, any technology now Has stories has, has been added There's like Your microwave now Has stories <laughs> See, My friends' friends' stories Are great um, <laughs> I can answer your question Yeah Yeah, okay. yeah. It says I'm, 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 I'm a bad
1: interviewer I'm trying to You're make You're not You're a fantastic
0: interviewer my, my answer to your question is mm-hmm. What's the next bubble pop And I think Here's what I got um, If you watch The old um, VH1 series Of like Remember the Whatever's And they do a whole Episode on rap and they talk about the death of rap and hip-hop okay. for a brief time. And they always show... And I remember this VH1 special because they use, they overuse their B-roll to an extreme. And they kept showing the McDonald's commercial of the four uh, geriatrics in a golf cart rapping about Big Macs. I totally remember that. And they were like, this is the death of rap. Right. This is when it happened. And then we had to recover from this for mm. like 8 to 10 years and then mm. restart. So that's your answer. So and and the irony mm. here is this. Here's here's me getting myself fired. Um <laughs> I was a couple years ago. Me too. Yeah. A couple years ago, I was on an interview with uh, name dropping Curtis Armstrong from Mm. Revenge of the Nerds and and King of the Nerds, uh, the show. And he was asking me about, we were talking about conventions. And at that time, I was working for a company called Con TV. Mm. And he was like, what I like about conventions is that they're so intimate and like, you kind of have to be there to get it. And I was like, well, great news. My job is to ruin that. Uh, We're sending camera teams to every convention to film it so that you can see it from your own living room and you you can experience it without having to go and spend money and dress up.
1: (laughs) Uh, So here
0: again, I'm here to tell you that I know, I think what will be the next bubble pop and i'm and i'm working for it right now yeah is that facebook uh which we all live on 24 7 yeah uh, and y- look you can shake your head and be like he's not talking about me but aren't i yeah. <laughs> uh is that facebook is pushing to be the next youtube um and they will keep yeah. spending money until it happens and uh, and i happen to be working for a company currently that is uh working for that that goal right. is that facebook is paying our company money to make videos um and Uh, we're making all kinds of content that I'm very proud of that I think is very, very clever and uh, smart. Um, but in the end of the day, like my, 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 uh, mother-in-law mm-hmm. is watching my content right. and giving a thumbs up and commenting in the comment section right. which is great but the content i'm making is for younger audiences and the fact that like everyone's on facebook is kind of the problem so it is kind of yes. the, yeah. the uh rapping grandpa's <laughs> is what youtube is becoming is Literally. that now everyone can do it yeah um and that is what kind of takes away the magic and the weirdness now i will say this in positive though is that what I like about Facebook right now, Facebook Live specifically, is that it does feel like YouTube year two in that you can do mm. a lot. You can make really weird stuff that no one's watching right. um, because it's back to basics because the yeah, technology yeah. of YouTube – or excuse me, of Facebook Live isn't there yet. Like you can't do 1080p. We're back to right. 740. mm um, mm-hmm.
1: mm-hmm.
0: Uh, is there I don't know. I, I'm a Radio Shack
1: mind in a Best Buy world,
0: but but it sounds right. I think it's Less quality. Anyway, yeah, 720. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we, we, you're having to dial back, and, and that's why right. companies like, uh, if you watch Facebook Live videos at all, um, Super Deluxe is murdering it out there, because they're mm-hmm. making really lo-fi weird stuff. And the secret behind that, by the way, is that it's DJ Doug Pound of Tim and Eric who's yeah. running all the Super Deluxe stuff. So it has that great, great. broken, lo-fi feel to it, right, right, that right. it feels natural. It feels like you're, you're hanging out of Friend's house and you're making dumb crap, yeah. And it's it's you're in, you're included in it. Like Super Deluxe did a Facebook Live video where they called seven different pizza guys and they've s- s- planned it out as to when to call them based on location to see which one would get there first. And they literally just filmed in the front yard for like yeah. thirty minutes. I watched that like it was the Super Bowl. Like I couldn't get enough. It's
1: like a of me of watching old Tom Green stuff. That's <laughs>
0: exactly that, and yeah. he's trying to he's trying to come back into the Facebook spaces as, yeah. as well. By the way, because that's that's the place for it for that sort of thing. Mm. Um, and uh, they did another one where they just and this is more of a, a local joke, I guess, but they parked on Orange in downtown uh, Hollywood and yeah. just in a illegal zone and just waited to see how long it'd take to get a ticket. And I watched that th- car footage <laughs> for 42 minutes. And what was fascinating is not just that I'm sitting watching a car, this, yeah. uh, is that all the characters that would sort of come along, and they were live commentating, and like these guys who are coming to just work and cut down a tree, yeah. they become a character on this episode. And now the when the parking enforcement shows up, the guys in that truck move their truck because they don't want you to get ticket. And you're like, now you're stressed out for these guys. you just met on camera so like there's right. that that voyeurs and the Truman Showness will always be there mm. but I think because um because everyone can do it, it's going to become less weird. And look, you used an example. I didn't hate this, mm-hmm. but I know you did. Chewbacca mom is a great example of something that's very <laughs> natural and weird. Hated I know you hated mom. Chewbacca mom. Yeah. I well, you didn't say hate. You said that you uh, weren't yeah. as crazy about Chewbacca yeah. mom as most. I was fine with Chewbacca mom. I didn't care. But she can live in the world. She's a bummer. sure, I'm but not fine. But that sort of that's kind of the example is that like if that was YouTube year two, it'd be like bro this is so underground and hilarious this is a meme that we can all share it's a guy or a woman you know, wearing this Chewbacca mask but now we're so um, mm-hmm. oversaturated and so suspicious because we've been because douchebags like me yeah. are so good at hiding advertising in things I love organic advertising and I love sneaking <laughs> things in like that but trying to make it a joke my, a suit now. I'm the problem I, love um, it. I have I love been it. for a long time but, what I, but I, what I like doing is in that advertising is right. there's a terrible movie Hmm. I know I'm digressing 14, No no This is, this is why I
1: bring Jack Conway on a show There's a
0: terrible movie oh Shit I can't remember The full name It's the Looney Tunes movie That came after Space Jam It was Looney Tunes uh, 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 up, in, up in your pants No Sure Jenna Elfman And um, Brendan Fraser. And there's Looney Tunes Here comes the tunes Looney You look it up While I do. Okay Looney, Looney Tunes I want to say Up in Smoke Which is a Cheech and Chong movie I know that's not a Anyway <laughs> yeah. It was a Looney Tunes movie That was a live action Plus people And there was this moment And the movie's awful by the way It's the worst yeah, That Steve yeah. Martin has ever been in a movie. And that was oh, soul and crushing. after he's cheaper by the dozen. Too, oh yes. Well said he's just horribly bad in it, but there's this moment where Daffy and bugs and Jeanette L. <laughs> and Brin Fraser are all lost in the desert. And then they come over a hill and there's a Walmart there and they walk into the Walmart and they get, and they walk back out of the Walmart covered in Walmart logos. And they all have a big drink in their hand that says like Pepsi on it. And right. then I think it's Daffy who goes, uh, that was a little convenient. And bugs goes, there's, the audiences are so used to this kind of marketing by now and they just keep going. Like I'm paraphrasing obviously, but that is the truth. It's that like, we're so right. jaded to it by now. We're just like, yeah, that's kind of what we watch. Right. I mean, no. I mean that, that Pepsi commercial last week is the ultimate example Ooh. of just like being tone deaf and trying yeah. to cram something in thinking like, Oh, they'll get the, the this is their the, generation. Like that's, it's not Clifford the dog's really big movie. Right.
1: You're so close. Was oh, Jenna Elfman is in it? <laughs> yeah, she was. Oh, it was 2003's Looney
0: Tunes back in action, back in action. Much like Up and Smoke. They're almost the same film. They're totally the same. Yeah. Totally the same. Yeah. Ice Cream Slash Nice Dreams is is just like Space Jam. Heather Lockler. Heather Lockler. Timmy Dalton. Yes. Timothy Dalton. Timmy, Timmy Dalton. Dalton. Big T-Dog. Joan
1: Cusack. Bill Goldberg, wrestler, superstar. I forgot about that part. Um, Roger Corman made an appearance. Oh, god. Now, Jeff Gordon. Matthew Lillard. Man, this is just... uh,
0: Yeah, Looney Tunes Up and Smoke. Let's do an hour Great movie. Yeah, so, okay. (laughs) Yes, I'm sorry. But you're good at
1: that? You're good at sneaking in Walmart?
0: I I think I am, because I will do exactly what Bugs Bunny did. I took the note from that, is that any time a client holds up something in the shot, they go, well, this is over yeah. the top and ridiculous, and they'll say that to the camera and be like, hi, I'm shilling, and it's, then they'll move on to the next joke. It's Wayne's World. It is. It's exactly, yellow, yes. That's a better yeah. example. <laughs> yeah. Instead of me dragging Jenna Elfman into this. <laughs> Poor Jenna Elfman. <laughs> really? Poor Jenna Elfman. Yeah. Do you, I want
1: to talk about geek culture. Okay. You're a fucking nerd (laughs) Thank you Ken You're a fucking nerd too Drop that
0: F-bomb mom And I apologize But um, you told me we could cuss. We can cuss. We can cuss. Can um, I I'm gonna pause and plug yeah. just to explain something? Yeah. I do a podcast about television and it's called Past the No, it's not. That was the old name. That's of the, the show. old name. It's called Punch Drunk TV, and God. Uh, yeah. And uh, my co-host Aaron Pruner and I drink a lot and yell about television. And kind of our our catch thing is that we curse a lot. Because we're very passionate. It's not just a gimmick. Yeah. We get so passionate about what we love that we well, we cuss. So I'm sorry. And about the right there, guys, Jack expertly advertised for Punch Drunk See TV what I there? organically. That was organic. Now, you know what we do on my show? We uh, You hear the, the ice, and it's called Clink the Drink. Hashtag Clink the Drink. Oh. So I'm doing it right now. I'm I have a clinky,
1: clinky episode. It's when me mm. and Megan
0: Finley broadcast. Oh, my God. That usually ends God, up with one, one of us Finley. passed out on the floor. Yeah, hashtag, yeah. hashtag Clink Finley the Drink. Megan Finley misses you. Um, when I watched uh, La La Land, my yeah. takeaway from the movie, A, look, I live in L.A., and I still liked it. Just deal with that. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a fun movie. B, I was like, okay. i got to hang out with Megan Finley more. Because yeah, she's so. basically... <laughs> Emma Stone? She's basically a Stone. I've never seen her sing or dance. Especially in that movie, though. She's just Megan Finley. Okay. Anyway, sorry. I'm name-dropping. That um,
1: no, it, it, well, Knapsack Files listeners who are yes. a long time know Megan Finley. She's been on the show a lot. Um, nerd culture. Um, I, again, c- I, I cite you for a lot of examples. <laughs> I don't uh, I don't you know, know how I feel about that. I don't know. No, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. Um, you know, I always talk about you know this nerd culture now, which is a big business. It's because guys like us, mm-hmm. who are now in our early 40s, who are... <laughs> Who? This is our art This yeah. is what we grew up with uh, And so now we're in charge Making the decision So yeah We want a show about Transformers And our You're going to talk about Transformers yeah. And you're going to talk about G.I. Joe yeah. Because we grew up with it um, Do you I sometimes feel weird about that, that my job's talking about Star Wars. I love it. I've, yeah. But sometimes I've, I'm like, oh, yeah. is this is
0: this going to burst too?
1: Well, firstly – How long can I do it? Yeah, you know?
0: firstly I'll address that is that what's funny is when I when I did work at, at Machinima and then multiple companies after that, Maker Studios and what's and mm-hmm. trending in a few of those, is that um, I would pull up YouTube mm-hmm. and then when uh, someone would walk in the room, I'd close it. Because that's not something you're supposed to have at work. And I was like, God damn it, that's my job. That's what like, you know. Now I have to open that again and show them what I'm supposed to do. So now, <laughs> in the past two years, because of the new initiation, Facebook is my job. Yeah. And I'm doing the same thing. Yeah. When the CEO walks in the room, I'm like, Close. God damn it, that's, <laughs> all my notes are there. That's Facebook is when, what when I, I do. For, when I first got hired at Screen Junkies, <laughs>
1: my first month at Screen Junkies, Andy, was, Andy Signore was just like, hey, go find me a TV Fights host. And so my job for first two hours was to watch just YouTube programming. Yes. And I'd come from the security world yes. where I had to be oh like, my God. oh, I'm, I'm not checking my fantasy baseball oh, scores. Right. What are you doing? Let's check and secure these things. Yes. People need to be safe. Yes. And it was, it was it was mind-blowing. It yeah. was a little weird, a little surreal.
0: Let me address something very quickly, too. Yeah. For those of you who, who don't live in this ridiculous world that we live in, you're like, yeah. well, it must be freaking nice that you get to, like, yeah. Facebook is your job. Sure. Much like anything, it's when job. you're like, here's the thing. And, and I'm not complaining. I, I'm very happy with what I have. Ah, and I think yeah, Ken is happy with what he is yeah, too, yeah, but yeah. It's, it's that I'm not happy with who I am, but is, yes. I'm happy with my job. If, 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 if like a kid, if you're like what do you want to be when you grow up, I want to be an ice cream taster. You know, like but after two weeks of being an ice cream taster, you're like, if I see one more fucking ice cream cone, <laughs> so like it does that when when you throw man. yourself in your job that you love, you learn to hate the things that you love. I wonder if that's what I'm experiencing a little bit maybe because it's that's just it is now when I go, oh mm-hmm. man, what are the announcements going to be a Comic Con? And how do I have to cover them? And how yes. many people do I have to have on the floor to report that? And yeah. where am I going to get the leaks? And how? So, yeah, I mean, it, I think that's with anything. Anything that you yeah. love that much, when it becomes your job, yes, it's less of work. Mm-hmm. But it's still a job. And you, it kind of ruins it a little bit.
1: It, it absolutely, it, it, when I'm not at work or not on air, I don't want to talk Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, I'll talk with close friends or something like that. But I unfortunately, I miss, I'll I'll meet somebody who's hey I, hey how you doing are yeah. you are you so oh I love your show uh, hey what do you think about Rogue One I want to be like I want to ring up my toilet paper yeah. can you <laughs> yes. can you do that but I I that and, I, and again I get, I get sometimes get on these tangents and you're right it does sound it sounds horrible to people listening don't don't misinterpret what Jack and I are saying but yeah when you're two hours watching uh, YouTube compa- con- geek culture content yeah. like I'm just wondering. I don't know if it's... And this is why I really want to ask you, because I'm, I'm turning you know, 41. Uh, I actually... crap By the time this airs, I will have been 41. I will be now 41. That is... Whoa oh, Talk about Time Machine Congratulations Oh buddy. boy um,
0: I wonder And I had this conversation
1: With Scott Mance Who's, who's uh, coming up uh, On 50 Not yet 50 I think he's got a couple years left um, He has a job With Access Hollywood A little different But we talk about the stuff I'm like I don't know At 50 Can I be the dude In a Star Wars t-shirt Talking about A New Hope a I don't know question. if that exists That's a great question And I I feel, I feel weirdly guilty About yeah. it but then someone, I don't know who it was, said, was like, well, why not? Because
0: that's where we are now. We are there now. And here's yeah. here's why we are still fighting to talk about Star Wars. Because yeah. now, if you're born, in the last 10 years, it's just like, hey, you want to talk about Star Wars? It's like, yeah, that's my whole life. Like, every year of Star Wars, that's yeah. the thing. For us, Star Wars was punk rock, man. Like, yeah. you, you, like when you were a kid, because was, yeah, us growing up. Uh, it, in most eras before, I would say the '90s, is that when you were a you were a kid, you liked kid stuff, and then you weren't allowed to like it anymore. And like yes. in my high school, I was the senior in high school who liked the Ninja Turtles and saw the movie opening night, and the only time Ken, I was. Oh my god, I was such a nerd Like, I'm not now But, like, the only time I ever <laughs> snuck the car out Was to see 89 Batman Like, I stole the car <laughs> to go see Batman Like, and and, and Jack, got away with did it Jack,
1: you take that car to yeah, make that, out with a girl? No, no, no
0: not by my, any stretch of the imagination uh, Sir, I wouldn't know how to do that I <laughs> had to see Batman and that was not an option uh, Yeah, so that was punk rock for us, man Like, we had yeah. to fight for that Like, we got, I got, I got punched into lockers a lot Because yes. I wore a Ninja Turtles t-shirt That mm. I ordered out of the back of the comic book Yes Um so yeah, mm-hmm, I am mm-hmm. I passionate about it? Yeah. Does that mean that someone who was born ten years ago and loves Ninja Turtles doesn't like him as much as I do? No, of course not. Right. No, right, we, right, we right, have right. we have the same passions. It's just that we as the people who are now the creators currently, mm-hmm. um, that was our punk rock and we want the world to see it. I you know, when I saw a post, I don't know if you know Paul J, he's a stand-up comic and he's hilarious. He's been through uh, Yeah you might have met him. He's he's been in um uh he was in Portland for a while, and now he's back in California. But he did a tweet the other day that was saying or and he was saying basically like uh, now that I'm in the generation Where all advertising is pandering To me mm-hmm. I feel bad for making Fun of the baby boomers for right. their Shitty advertising right, that right, was right. so eye rolling To me or is like <laughs> we get it it's the grateful Dead doing a Pepsi commercial well now That's us it's like Darth Vader's holding a Coke <laughs> yeah, yeah like, man. We're it now and it's like oh, yeah it's pretty Good I don't it's, mind it, it yeah.
1: Ju- yeah it is like this, <laughs> I'm still tied to the old way of thinking The old way again like when I was Around 22 or 23 uh, My friends from my job like I remember my apartment we're like, what are you doing with Legos? Why yep. Legos on display? You'll I, never get a girl. I told you
0: I literally got yeah. some in the mail today before you got here. I can't.
1: I, you know. I, 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 I wish need, you could stay around and play. You know, I'm assuming this <laughs> isn't the future. I'm assuming for my birthday I got a lot
0: of Legos. sets. Hope you did, And buddy. I'm happy right now opening them. I hope you did. Don't get the game. Lego Dimensions is a I, gateway drug and you will never I can't it. do that, yeah. I can't stop. I have man. trouble quitting games. I'm still playing Battlefront. I I'm Dylan. the last person in America. As soon as you walk out the door, I'm gonna show you before you leave my bucket of Lego toys, <laughs> like I'm fucking eight from this <laughs> game. It's the it's a nightmare. You know why? Because it's a gateway because they sold them at, at Dollar Store a month ago. Yeah. And I was like, Yeah, I'll buy a cap eleven. This is great because
1: yeah. we're we're recording Sorry. at your house right now because you're you're your lovely yes. uh Lovely wife, wife is, is, uh, is traveling abroad, yeah. yeah. Um, and you're like, yeah, hey, come on over. It's just two <laughs> two uh, swinging free gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's pour let's some go. drinks, yep. podcast, and play with Legos. Let's talk about Legos.
0: You know? dude, if you want to stay and play Legos, you're, dude, you're, I, I, I want to build a Lego right. set, man. I want to build a <laughs> Lego set. There's your extra content. Yeah,
1: yeah. So I'm I'm, I'm fascinated because I get it. I always talk about you know the decision. This, 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 that's why all these. Hollywood remakes and and uh, these these Transformers and all this stuff. It's not just Michael Bay. It's just, it's it's
0: people like us in a conference room going. You know what I loved? Yeah. Gobots. Yeah. Why but don't we, we have a Gobots. Yeah. Thing? We were. If we made it this far and we're still into it, we not only liked it, we mm-hmm. fought for it, and we kept yeah. liking it even when our parents. Mm-hmm. Told us to grow the fuck up because yeah. my dad went to Vietnam, yeah. and I kept buying GI Joe toys. <laughs> 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 so yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, and this whole this so when, so because this world, you know, I tried to I tried to get out of my day job for so long. It took me seventeen years. Tried writing, screenwriting, novel writing, stand-up comedy, sketch comedy, acting, whatever it was, and and it, it turns out the the th- I just needed to wait until people would value my opinions on Empire Strikes Back. So
0: there's your time travel you. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Which is what which I always say when when I'm like. You know, I, I suffer from depression. I'm lonely as all hell, I've done, but Del Taco's there for me at Seven Eleven. All those things I struggle with, my listeners know, and, and I'm open with it. But, but sometimes when I do get down or when I do not like my job and I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't want to go into work today. Yeah. I, I do do the time travel joke where yeah. I'm like, all right. Yes. Go, go tell 10-year-old Ken, 14-year-old Ken, 15-year-old yes. Ken, your job's going to include talking about Game of Thrones. What's that? It's a show you're going to like. Trust me. <laughs> Star Wars. Yes. Love it. Yes. At one point, you'll be punched by Roddy Piper. <laughs> what? I get to meet Roddy Piper and wrestle with him. <laughs> your life
0: turns out okay. Yeah. I do that with work stress. I'm just like, oh, fuck. I got a report on this new Overwatch <laughs> patch. Uh, and there's new armor. Oh yeah. my god! I don't have time in the day. And I'm like, wait, 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 wait. This wait. is this is your life. Yeah. You don't you don't have to worry about working in social services. Yeah. In Wisconsin, uh, you know. where you have a secret love of a cartoon that you literally can't tell anyone because you'll be ostracized right? as an adult.
1: Beat up in fourth grade for wearing what? a Star Wars shirt. Yes. Look,
0: it, when 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 the rest of America talks about the bubble, and then especially mm-hmm. COVID, we are absolutely in a bubble. There's yeah. no question about that. And especially it's hard to explain that, but when right. you, as a create, not even creative, if you as a nerd come to California and you are of a certain age, you will meet all the same people. Yeah. Um, we all found each other at some point, mm-hmm. like ten to twenty years ago, and now it, it is exactly what Ken and I are doing. We're like, mm-hmm. oh, do you know this person? Oh, yeah, this person. Oh, they're friends right. with this person, and it's 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 a haven, I guess, yeah. in a way. And and you can love or hate that. You can look forward to that as your life. I, I grew up in in, uh, in in the Midwest in Colorado, and mm-hmm. I just always wanted to be here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, I, and I got it. I got what I wanted, so now I get to do this. I, I never could have predicted that I not only would get to uh, you know Have great friends and, and a great business And life But also get to still stay The fucking nerdy <laughs> Dork that I was
1: yeah, I, yeah Absolutely That
0: was a perk That I never saw coming And I still can. I still yeah. To this day yeah. Will pick up something And be like Well I'm not I mean you know In a couple of years I'm probably not gonna do that Like right. I buy comic books Every week Ken Me too Every week Now mind you I get them on Comixology now I can't So they're I, digital I'm hard copy I can't After I When I moved apartments And I had 14 Or no Twenty-two long boxes of comics. Oh, that's impressive. That got me out of it. I got like. I eight. gave them all to Damian Buer. who okay.
1: you pro- you also yeah. know, yeah. Superpower beatdown. Uh, Super hero beatdown. Yeah. Um, yeah, I have like eight eight long boxes now. Yeah, I had. But remember, but see, remember, members. remember this too. When you met me, um, mm-hmm. this podcast is now just a conversation. Um, <laughs> hey, I'm gonna everyone. Get, I'm going to get back to your life. No, okay. remember when you met me too? Uh, 2009, 2008. I mean, I was definitely was what I was, a nerd. Um, I've always been a sports ball guy, I mean, that's that's fine. That's its own kind of nerddom. Trust me, absolutely. Um, but it was like hanging around with you guys and go to these parties, when, and like Jack's dressed Eye up opening. as a superhero. Yep. I was like, whoa, yep. what's this? I can buy. I'm going to buy comics again. I'm going to buy Legos again. I'm going to. It was it was free. You
0: tell me if I'm getting this story wrong. Yeah, you brought a normal girl to one of the parties. I did. My ex girlfriend, and she. Did it's that great. whole throughout, and this isn't a this isn't it's, a, it, no, this it's isn't not negative to be rude about yeah, something. Yeah, it's yeah, really yeah. not. It, it was like it's, it's a good observation. Oh, it's so fun that yeah. your friends dress up mm-hmm. all the time. I, I, I
1: remember, and and. um well, she just she just got the time of this recording she just got married last week. Um, Congratulations. Um, she was a couple years older than me and she she uh, you know ran a mall and had a, a, she was a six up. six figure adult had had a, had a adult job and had a son yeah. ex husband and I was like hey you got to go to these you know she'd heard all these things I she yeah. met Matt and Brittany at one point uh, you got to come up so we went to this house yeah and she sat there and and uh, the woman is uh, now your wife was there and
0: some other girls yeah. were there and uh, your wife uh, runs Firefly Path which is uh, who makes fancy fairy dresses Fancy. for a living yeah. and makes a very good living of doing that yeah. because pe- because fantasies okay now. Okay now. If you want to be Belle from Beauty and the Beast for your wedding now and you're willing to pay for that, you can be. Right. And, and that's right. my wife's living and she makes ama- – I mean, her work is uh, – it's like nothing else. It's amazing. Yeah. Well, so it's, she's impressive. Yeah, but she makes the dreams that you want – uh, anyway, I and there was a great on. so yeah. it was a great moment. Yeah, she and so uh,
1: Joellen and, and all the friends were so you know accommodating, and nice to yeah. to my girlfriend, and we're like, hey, you want to come down? We're gonna go look at some dresses down in the sewing room there. And I remember on the drive home, she was just like, I uh, my girlfriend was like, I I, uh, I couldn't connect, yeah, because they're they're talking about fairy dresses and yeah, you know, I run a mall and. <laughs>
0: Yep, <laughs> I have yep. A son. <laughs> yeah, and and to be clear, these parties weren't like seven awkward people standing no. around in their Dungeons and Dragons costumes. These were like 120 people dressed in a Marvel theme. Police uh, showing up so big, yeah, but yeah, a lot of them, yeah, yeah. Uh, because that's our bubble. Because yeah. we're all ridiculous, and that's and it wasn't even questioned. Like it wasn't like, yeah. and, and I, you know, what? <laughs> to go back to the old school thing, I used to live in Santa Monica in this house called the House of Many, because it was just multiple dudes. It was most, mostly people who had gone to my college. Sure. And we, I love when houses have names. Yeah, and we would um, we would do themed parties. And mm-hmm. back then, back then, that was like I want to say like 2002 to two thousand four or five, let's say, mm-hmm. um, or to, yeah, 2000, 2006. two thousand six. We'd have these theme parties, and then even then, industry friends would be like, "Do we have to wear a costume to this party, beers?" <laughs> they are like, "Yeah." Yeah, this party is ninjas versus pirates. Yeah. Like, and look, I know that's super basic <laughs> bitch now, but at the time, a ninjas versus pirates party was not a thing you <laughs> not, did. That no. was weird. That was no. in 2000. That was a bizarre thing for an adult human being to do. Yes, but I'm is. like, if you want to come to this party, you're going to come as a ninja or a pirate. Yeah. That's Those are your choices. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I had friends who just wouldn't show up. They're just like, dude, I mean, you always have these parties with costumes. I'm like, yeah. And yeah, if you don't yeah. want to do that, don't come to this party. This is for you. Yeah,
1: the first party but, I had at 10 was the, the Marvel Avenger party. Yes. And, and I had to show up as a Marvel HR guy because
0: I didn't have a costume. And that was, you know, and so I don't want to go too far into this, but like as a guy who likes parties like that, I always like to find the theme and then I like to find the workaround. So, like, yeah. uh, we had the Marvel party, was like you could come as an agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. So you just come in a suit, mm-hmm. come in something nice. And then, like, we had a Saturday morning cartoon party. And uh, then, if yeah. you wanted, you could just come in PJs because yeah. you don't have to dress up as a cartoon character, but right. you can come in PJs. So I always try to find the the casual middle ground. However, friend of the show, Brittany Wallach, yeah. is having her Lisa Frank party. Oh, and she yeah. reached out to me and was like, What do I do? And I was like, She's like, What's the middle ground? I'm like, There isn't one. There's no, no, no middle snow. ground. And I tried. I, I worked on it for two days. There's, <laughs> it just doesn't just exist. You, you colors come as Lisa Frank or you don't. You, you don't. You, you come don't. as all the rainbows.
1: It's a wonderful world that we we, we fell into. And, and again, I guess you're right. I, I guess this is a therapy episode where I'm trying to figure out like where I am in eight, nine years when I'm 50. And uh,
0: it just might be in the same spot. Maybe. Well, let me let me throw out something else. That may maybe unrelated, mm. but I think is related. And very, I'll be very quick about it. Is yeah. I had a conversation today with. Someone. I don't want you to be quick about it. I, well, <laughs> I don't want to waste your time. But um, I have lived in I, I've lived in Colorado growing up, and then I moved to LA, and I've mm. been here a pretty long time. And during that time, I've had two family emergencies where I had to go back to Colorado where I right. lived, and uh, one for about a year and a half to take care of my grandparents, and then one uh, for about a half a year because uh, my mother was very ill, mm. and so. During both of those times I basically wound up trapped back in my hometown. You yeah. know, and it's 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 a lovely place. But sure. it's just I even as a child, I was always I was always looking for my way out. I always this is this dream that if I kept performing in my kitchen I'm not kidding about this, Ken. There was a van that Steven Spielberg had, where he would drive around, and it had all these big listening devices, like Cobra vehicles from GI Joe. Oh yeah, and he was just looking for the next hit, and it was going to be me. So I just kept performing and performing and performing in my room uh, and in my kitchen. Mm-hmm. Um, I I I. I uh, my father is a brilliant, amazing, understanding man, yeah. but he obviously spent most of my childhood wondering when I was going to finally come out. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I did not. Did not. Uh, that was not my personal uh, uh, mm. genetics, but yeah. uh, that was my life as I was waiting for Steven Spielberg to drive by and find me.
1: Did you have any basis for this?
0: You, None. You hear a rumor? None whatsoever. I just decided in my head that the, he was rich enough that clearly he was just that, driving around looking for the next that's big That's how thing. he found Harrison Ford. Um, exactly. I'm kind of. Uh. And so... I'm meandering of course, but, um, so I had to go back to that hometown a couple of times as an yeah. adult and that feeling of, I can't go back to my city. I can't, creative I can't be me frankly I can't even talk about the things I like right uh it's the same things the same things that got me checked into a locker when I was 16 now that I'm you know 26 those same people still live in this town right and if I told them I can't wait to see the next Iron Man movie they would still call me the same hateful things and punch me like right that's still life and that's right. that's still thing so during that time what I made a decision was this is that it, and and I had been um just a negative person. I've just been. i just been in LA. I turned into an LA person. Oh. I was just like, yeah, man, over we were the it. Worst. Yeah, and I was like, I was. I was dating someone who was amazing, but like, she was yeah. in like the gothic music scene, and so we were just over everything. She was yeah. a DJ actually, and so okay. was, we were just. And she, she's an amazing person, very upbeat. So it's not her fault, but we were just kind of like, eh, I don't want to do that. And like, she grew up in LA, you know. It was right, just right. like, yeah, that's dumb. Uh, I don't want to be a tourist. Blah, blah. So uh, once I got stuck there a couple times, was like I'm never doing this again. I'm going to live my life as a tourist, and that is. Mm. I'm not saying my life is by any way. Any means something you should do. But mm-hmm. I recommend this no matter where you live. Yeah. yeah. And that is live your life as a tourist for at least a weekend. Just try it. And no matter how over something you think you are, get your loved one or just get yourself and go on that stupid tour of something. Mm-hmm. Go to the Butter Churn Museum. Go – here in L.A. we have so many choices of that that we have trained ourselves to not make eye contact with. It's yeah, like, yeah. oh, the Wax Museum? Ugh, I couldn't possibly. It's all tourists. Yeah, Go. It's hilarious. And yeah, <laughs> am I enjoying it ironically? Yeah. yeah. But there's also that moment where like you're on a tour with these it people. Off. Yeah, with from, from Wyoming, yeah. and you kind of lie and you, you tell you say where you're originally from. And like, yeah. yeah, I'm from Colorado. I'm here to enjoy the tour. And they're like, oh my God, I look And you make a friend that day. <laughs> so like you
1: actually, you're
0: literally pretending you're a tourist that time. I am. And I do it. And my wife and I, and I'm so lucky that I found someone who thinks that's fun. And we do. We just pretend to be tourists and we do group ons for shit. And we just <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) Go have dumb adventures for stuff that you... We they train us as adults to just be over it, and especially in your yeah, hometown yeah. or wherever you are, wherever you live, you get over it. You you it's yeah. like when you when you start think about the first day you start a new job, and yeah. think of the first four things that you look at, and you are like, oh that's quirky. You are like, oh, this isn't a message board. Or like, oh or, you know a bulletin yeah. board. Or like, oh they have that doll on their desk or something. Yeah. Or, oh, and yeah. then by week two, you don't see it anymore. Yeah. And someone will also walk in your office and be like, oh it's cool you have like a giant tarantula sticker on the wall, and you are like, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, like you are over it. It's awesome. yeah. And especially in L.A., we have like kind of themed offices and stuff, oh, and you yeah, just yeah. you. you from Forget it's just the your life. Of toys in my office, yeah. Make my childhood, right? And, and and you probably have multiple cubicles where people have toys on their desk. Right, and the right. first time you saw them, you had a conversation or something. Like, yeah, oh, cool. But now you don't even register it. Yeah, it's wallpaper. So finding that moment to be a tourist again, to make yourself break out of your comfort zone and just be a slack-jawed yokel and just try <laughs> something—it's—it's it's wonderful. Ah, oh, that's awesome. That's, that's, I don't know why. No, I th- gave th- non-asked-for advice on life. No, but so that's what happens here in the knapsack files. You we find, you you cure, you find the cure. We find the core of the problem. So I I want you, Ken Knapsack, and yeah. I want your listeners to, yeah. in the next, you have three weeks. That's a pretty big window. Mm. As a producer, I don't give windows that big. Ooh, you ooh. have three weeks yeah. to plan a tourist trip, and it can't be something you've done before. Okay. You, can't, you can't go. I can't go back. to Bubba Gump Shrimp. Right, you can't go back Universal. to the Ghirardelli Chocolate Factory in San Francisco if you've already been there. Yeah, you yeah. have to pick something, and especially the dumber the better. The the cheesier, okay. the the Death Museum that we have here in L.A., which costs way too much, but is like super <laughs> over the top silly. The TMZ tour, which is just oh, hell yeah. on earth. Make yourself go on the TMZ tour. Okay. Take a friend and go on the TMZ tour.
1: I like that. I can't be that. See, when I was at the farmer's market, we had
0: the tour groups that would come by and the bus drivers would come in and always say, like, I want to go on a tour ride. Right? And here's where it's yeah. going to pay off. Okay. It's, it's in that moment even you yeah, might yeah. feel silly or you might, it might remind you how much you hate people. There yeah. might be people on that tour that you're like, oh my God, you're garbage. But it'll also make you feel like you're a better person <laughs> than there. But it what's going to happen is <laughs> that's the point. five weeks from that's now. That's why I go to Vegas. Exactly. Well, that's well said. Five weeks from now, you're going to be in traffic or something. You're you're gonna be stuck in a spot, right? And you're gonna look over and be like, "Oh yeah," on the tour they told me that that's where uh, Dolly Parton uh, fell down on her face, and I'll be like, "That's hilarious." <laughs> I know that now. No one knows that but me because okay. I was a tourist for a day. I can get behind this. It's reclaiming the place that is you're over, basically finding reclaiming a new way to Reclaiming the place you're over. Yeah, I love that. I love a that ramble. No, no, no. This is you have found the core <laughs> of something great. I highly recommend it. you have three weeks. Three weeks. But I will check back on you, Ken Knappzog, so okay. and I ask you. What you to plan it? What what tourist trap you went to? Okay, and that's like, a, another example is like Hollywood and Highland is a big thing now, which they sure. made they cleaned it up a lot. It used to be garbage, but like, yeah, yeah. Um, and and friends will be like, oh, I'm not. We'll be like, oh, we're going to meet at Hollywood and Highland. They're like, I'm not going there. I'm like, why? Like, we're going to go to Dave and Buster's. We're going to mm-hmm. play some games like little kids. We're going to go and watch a terrible Optimus Prime out on the street do something silly and right. probably fall down, and then we're going to go enjoy a film. Like, wh- why not? What's wrong right with on. that? It's not hurting you. Like, why do you, yeah? Why do we feel who's going to gonna quiz you on your cool points <laughs> and be like? Oh, are you over this or not? One to ten. Like, yeah. why do I have to be over it? Why can't it be cool and weird? That might yeah. The cool,
1: quizzing you on your cool points is something that lingers over pro, from probably school days. Then, huh? For any Absolutely. Gen, any, any generation,
0: hundred percent. But but, and we are over so many nerds. Things. won, man, like nerd. The nerds the won. The nerds won. There's a Star Wars movie every year. I know. Isn't that dude?
1: I just at the time <laughs> of this recording, I just got to, Del Rey sent me you know again for free sent me i'm not bra i'm sorry that sounded like a it that now sounded like a, a jerk i'm a no. jerk no, you're not a they jerk. sent me uh, the new star wars book Throne and I was like, oh, I have to
0: read this. You are not a jerk. You are someone who is consistent. I said before, early days <laughs> a YouTube, if you just made three videos about like I like Star Wars, yeah. we wouldn't be having this conversation. But because you were consistent, and because mm. it's your passion, and because you stuck with it, right, right, you get free Star Wars shit because you deserve it. Because you grew, yeah. you grew an audience, you're honest with them, yeah, and you you uh, set a schedule that they can uh, set their clocks to that they get to yeah. listen to you and talk to you Tuesday, Thursday, and, so and Saturday. You have earned your free Star Wars stuff, Okay. Sir.
1: That's good. I'm going to go home and read this book. And again, I I, I hesitate to have this conversation on microphones. We should have had this before, but it's like, yeah, I never want anyone to think I'm complaining, but yeah, it's just sometimes it's, but you're right. It is this over it. Mindset. Absolutely. Sometimes I get over what yeah. my job is, yeah, and I shouldn't.
0: I should take it to a it's group. It's not that you shouldn't. There, there. Yeah. What well, job no, is a job? It's a job. A job that job stresses problems. you out. But yeah. yeah, there. But there are also yeah. There, there's there's a the times when you're you are not talking in your own voice. You're hearing someone else telling you that it's mm. bad or that it's not worth your time. Right. And that's not you. That's another voice you've assigned to it. I I, I joke with my wife about this. one. here's an example, very short. Yeah. When I said that I, I bought those Lego toys at the dollar store. I bought like six of them, and they were like maybe. 10 available mm-hmm. and people were just scrambling for it. I walked in the door and they're like, oh, free Lego toys, basically a dollar. Mm-hmm. And in my head, I I grabbed like four of them like I'm gonna buy these Lego toys and then I was like oh if I come home without my wife's gonna be like why did you buy that and then I got home and I was like no she wouldn't and I told her that story <laughs> she's like have I ever said that to you I was like no yeah, she's yeah. like if you're if you're replacing your conscience with me that's one thing but like yeah. I would never judge you for that like yeah and now you're gonna spend twice as much to get it because I know that's you right. want it yeah so you're gonna go on eBay and pay twice as much. <laughs> Don't assign that's your good. shitty ideas to me. Like that's it's that voice that's not yeah, it's not her. It's, it's not, not her. it's it's the ghost mom or that's the ghost bully. It's but ghost it's ghost society. Yes. It's ghost But it's, yeah. it's it's you're you're assigning it. It's not real.
1: I, I love you know, and it's, it's so funny you mentioned that too. Like one of my uh one of my marriage goals is yeah, you know, my friend mm-hmm. Joseph Scrimshaw, my podcasting partner and his wife Sarah. Yes, um, they're a great couple and and He'll, he'll just, it's so sweet. His wife will text him from the store. Do you need this Leia? Oh my God. Yeah, I do. Okay. I've
0: got the Leia for you. I'm coming home in about an hour. I have celery, pizza, and a Leia. Oh my God. Can (laughs) I say though very quickly that I've been in a relationship that's exactly what you think you want, but wasn't quite. And that was Mm -hmm. an amazing human being. But we, 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 I mean, we grew up together and and literally grew up Mm -hmm. together. High school sweethearts, dated in college, moved out to California around the same time. But, um. The only negative is again, this is all me, not, not yeah. her. Is that we both liked the th- same thing so much that I'd go to the store and it'd be that one limited item thing, and yeah. I'd be like, "Well, the I gotta buy Because like <laughs> we can... didn't we didn't live together, we weren't yeah. married, and we yeah. had just yeah. our separate apartments. So I'm like. I gotta okay. buy two of them now Like I can't. if I come home With just one for me I'm in trouble I gotta buy her gotta, the, the mighty mug Cobra <laughs> Commander <laughs> Exactly It's like I gotta buy two And this was during The like Star Wars Re-re-revival where, like, Oh the mid-90s like, Yeah let's let say Like right after the um, fan uh, no, uh, Sorry what was The, the mm-hmm. book series The um, Timothy Zahn Yeah not Heir t- of the Empire Air of the, No I'm sorry the, the one that they Made the games about Why is it not uh, Knights uh, of the, the Old Republic Rendar, Thank Dash, you uh, oh, oh Shadows of the Empire Shadows of the Empire Thank you So this was that yeah. around The Shadows of the Prince, Empire Right before Yes where Coming, Star Wars is is kind of coming back, and it's right, like right, it's right. kind of okay to like the Dark Star Wars Ages. Again. No one remembers. Yes, and yeah. it's starting to like trickle out, and all the toys are super buff in nineties. Um, oh yeah, Luke was on steroids. Yeah, but I remember great. like literally getting into fights about that because there would yeah. be like only one of that figure, and I'd come home and be like, "Hey, I got this." She's like, "Where's mine?" I'm like, mm-hmm. "I got you a panda yeah. baba and then she started doing, it and then we got competitive. It was like, <laughs> "Oh, fine." So, yeah, there is, a, there is almost a downside to having someone who has all your exact interests because you actually start acting like siblings. You kind of start fighting it out yeah. of the thing. Yeah. There's
1: something to that. Yeah, yeah. There was recently someone tried to set me up with someone, and I, and I went to, kind of you know, did the, did the social media research, and I was like, I, I called him. I said, man, I got to tell you something. kind of getting over adorkable girls <laughs> because Wait, I'm oh, too much of a dork. Oh, my
0: God. Ken, in my head, you called the girl and said that.
1: Oh no! I didn't. No, there's no.
0: Way. First of all, I jumped ahead. How dare you? How dare you assume that I have
1: the confidence to call a girl? No, fair,
0: or that anyone does that anymore? That's creepy, right? If you got a call from someone, you'd be like, "What the fuck is going?" Hello, on? Hello, I'm here doing? to declare my intentions. Right? Yeah. How dare you call yeah, me on a phone? Um, like using a phone? Like a phone?
1: And it's not that I think it, the adorable girls are amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing, but I just I do find yeah. a little bit of like maybe a nice businesswoman because I need a break from it. <laughs> I don't want to talk Star Wars tonight around you're dinner. Yeah. Because you associate it with work. Yeah, I do. I do. But I'll correct
0: that. And, and to and all the adorable do, girls out there, please understand what I'm saying. And you're you better production, people than are you, so In your brain, you're associated with casting. You're in yeah. fact, you're setting a scale in your head of like, uh, I don't know, like likability to your audience. You're not mm-hmm. even seeing that as a person that you would have a relationship with. You can't help but have a business brain yeah, and yeah. see what, quote, the audience will think of that person. Oh, It's horrible. It's horrible. Huh. Poor us. Poor us. <laughs> this is the this is the most douchiest when,
1: podcast when, I've when. ever had Poor for myself. Us. No, no, no. Well, but Jack Conway's on your podcast. Well, that so would be right. It wouldn't be. You do have that perfect hair. Uh, But let's talk. Let's talk about failure. Um, Do We have time. We do have time. We're gonna. We're gonna. This is the last segment of the show. I have plenty of time. I don't want to bore your audience. No, 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 no. no. You're getting to some truths here. But here's one of the fascinating things about you. There's so many fascinating. (laughs) I've been waiting to interview you since I started this podcast. I was just so afraid to ask you.
0: Um, (laughs) I know that's not true.
1: (laughs) But um, (laughs) you, you mentioned in passing up top and earlier. You know, you moved here. Uh, you went to New Mexico first to study yeah. acting. Yeah, I went to school there. Um, and then you come out here, and and <laughs> then you, you. You, you start going into acting. And, and at some point, you realize you suck. Yeah. You always tell that story. It's, it's one of the more fascinating okay. things about you, because in this town of dreamers, in this town of Emma Stones and Ryan Gosling's wanting to open up white jazz clubs, yeah. in this town, not a lot of people. And I, I was in stand-up comedy, and there's a lot of people who should never have been in stand-up comedy who yes. are. You
0: were the ones that were looking in the mirror and went, I don't have it. I'm going to tell a story about your standup for a second, too. I've never seen your up, so it's not about you, but don't worry about it. But um, that sounded worse. <laughs> That's how it works. Like, don't worry, I've never we watched didn't you. Really know each we other. We, did. we didn't. I, so I don't, I don't lose points for. that I started to wrap up my career by okay. the time you so you came in. This is a great uh, callback. Yes, and finale. Yes. You're very smart. I don't even know if you knew you did this, but I'm so I'm pretty good, bro. So, in discussing at the top of this show, I was discussing that with all my college friends of Santa Fe. Yeah, we did a series called Amanda Hades, and that was the web series about being cyber terrorists. <laughs> yeah, and then when that didn't click. Uh, because from 9-11, I can actually say that. That's so tacky. Yes. Oh, I had a show, but then 9-11. Um, and then <laughs> and then uh, we did Geek Week, mm-hmm. which was mm-hmm. a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And then in between, as we were still kind of doing Geek Week, um, Sean, uh, the the producer of all of these, and his friend Bill, came up with a feature-length script for a show about working in the video game industry, mm. and the irony is, none of them did. They all worked as producers and editors, so that they wrote like a Good idea, yeah. And what's funny is that they shot it as a show about being an editor, but they just replaced all the names with video game things, and they nailed it. And they like they even predicted trends that hadn't happened yet. Wow! In the movie, in this in this feature length hour and a half film, um, we we predict like property movies that were gonna happen, like G.I. Mm-hmm. Joe and, and Tomb Raider. I mean, eventually that was gonna happen anyway, but like we kind of got close on casting and like some of the jokes are like we're genuinely ahead of their time. Um and especially in the gaming industry. But anyway, so they made this movie called First Person Shooter. Um mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell you right now, you can go on Vimeo and see this film. I'm not saying you should. I'm saying you can't <laughs> say it is um, possible. Yeah, and I'm not and I'm also not saying I'm embarrassed about it. I right. think actually the production value of the casting in it is amazing. And it's this amazing time capsule of the of the nineties of this is Xbox One generation. Mm. Um, I remember at that time we had burned a DVD of Amanda Hades, that web series. And uh, they had to do a reburn because I was the only one that had an Xbox DVD remote <laughs> and the disc didn't work on the Xbox. That's so no I came to them Yeah, I came to them in a panic and I was like, guys, yeah. the DVD doesn't work. They're like, we tried on five different DVD players. It works fine. I'm like, it doesn't work on the Xbox <laughs> DVD player. And they're like, well, we got to make new ones then. Like that was, we had to make a shift because Xbox couldn't play it. This is Xbox, Xbox. just the original giant tank. They lived in your home. Uh, so First Person Shooter was about uh, two um, game producers, mm-hmm, uh, an artist and a, I think a coder or something, or a writer, which was played by myself and Sean, my best friend. And he okay, uh, so wrote us it, as yeah. the leads, yes. Yeah. Um, and my character was named Jack Conway, so it was a big stretch. Ooh, yeah. um, and it was about us moving up in the gaming world. And what was really interesting and fascinating about the show is that we um, a lot of the footage was shot at Comic-Con live mm-hmm. as stolen gorilla footage, the mm-hmm. exact same year that Mark Hamill was doing that Comic-Con movie. I think it was called Comic-Con.
1: Yeah. yeah. The
0: exact same time yeah. that they were obvi- uh, Kevin Smith's movie, Kevin Smith mm-hmm. made it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, with, obviously has looked a lot better than ours. Um, ironically also that year I use ironically incorrectly just like I use literally too much. Like most people do. Mm-hmm. Um, that year was the first year I entered the Comic-Con costume contest, which right. was a terrible idea. Yeah. Uh, I stayed awake for roughly two weeks straight, made terrible Halo costumes, and then shot a movie. So when you watch this film on Vimeo, which you're not going to do, called First Person Shooter, you will see that I have not slept in two weeks. Um, and and uh, so this movie was put together, um, and I'm the lead. I'm the lead, yeah. the romantic lead. Um, with an amazing help. actress named Susan Smythe, who was also in the Amanda Hades web series and a bunch of people from that series we had done and Geek Week were all in this movie. Right. And um and then they had a screening for it. I mean, they they were in, when I say investors, these are all my friends from college, each put in, I think I want to say a thousand dollars. So mm-hmm. they I think it was like five investors, so five grand. And at that time, like there was no there was no like indie film to web that didn't exist. Right, right, So right, investing right. five thousand in something like that was just foolish. Like it was just balderdash. Like if you didn't get picked up by an actual student, like something, I want to say blockbuster was still around back then. Like you had to actually get it somewhere. Like there was, <laughs> it wasn't a Netflix. You had to there drop wasn't off copies of movies yeah. You to couldn't go. sell it yeah. to Amazon. You yeah. couldn't like that was that. Like you had yeah. to get it bought or you didn't. And yeah. um, and that wasn't that long ago and so we did this uh, film and so they had a screening they, they rented out a theater and my parents uh, from Colorado flew in uh, and it was uh, the full screening and uh, at the end of the movie packed house uh, packed house uh, I looked at my parents and I said oh my god I'm, I'm terrible aren't I I'm so, I'm so bad at this I just sat through an hour and a half of this movie I'm so bad at this I went, I went to college for this. I went to you paid for me to go to school to be an actor, and my mother, bless her heart, and this is not to make the story super sad, but she has, she has since passed. Uh, she she put her hand on my shoulder and, or on my knee rather, and said you were just so passionate about it and i was like what like no tell me no don't don't let me do don't let me go to school for this and move to los angeles and try to do my whole start my whole life as an actor under false pretenses, oh, because as most people who come to Los Angeles, in my high school in Monument, Colorado, graduating class sure. of 120 or so, yeah. I was one of the better actors. You're, I wasn't even the best. You're red. I was one of the better. Cary Grant. I was cast in a lead my freshman year. That never happened. <laughs> Ken. I was a. I was a. I was a hot rising star. The biggest star across two I decades. played Artful Dodger in Oliver Please, sir, can I have some I was, more? I was in the musical version of Some Like It Hot as Tony Curtis I wore that dress and I owned it Kids kid's going play. I was hot I played I was Friedrich In Sound of Music And I was dating Liesel. It was weird It was that was hot in that town And then I moved to LA And it was just No one I'm too tall I'm six mm-hmm. foot three I'm just goofy as all fuck At yeah. that time I had a huge gap In my front teeth yeah. And I'm lazy I don't memorize <laughs> scenes I'm terrible I barely got through college As an actor And then I came to LA Where you gotta work your ass off And right. I was like Yeah I'm fine Good. But as famous would have it when i came out yeah i immediately got a job i had one friend in la who i met on a vampire aol chat room Mm. moved to la he was a very cool guy we wasn't even gonna talk about that's a whole other episode my friend um and uh i got a job in an internet provider and that's what Mm. started that whole world for me as my first job out here was learning about the internet when they they were local internet providers were just in your town oh yeah yeah. northridge california so even from there very early on i was worrying about uh, content on the internet and that's what kind of started all of that and that's why I kind of got into that and more and more companies and then I worked in an infomercial company for four years doing all of their internet sales and had access to their avid editor and I had access mm-hmm. to their cameras and that's when I started making internet content that no one was doing yet. Yeah. Um, so, anyway that was my acting de- real big debut uh, and I, you know, I couldn't get an agent, I couldn't figure out why and then I finally sat and watched myself for an hour and a half in a darkened theater and was like, oh my god, I'm terrible. And that was the day, that's when I dropped yeah. it and I will tell you this yeah, if you were yeah. a struggling actor in Los Angeles Angeles. Right. Here's the best strategy I can give you. Yeah. Two, actually. One, as soon as you move to L.A., sign up for extras casting because being an extra is super helpful. It yeah. really is. And you, you're,
1: you, you're, you've appeared.
0: I've been an extra in many, many things. You yeah. watch all of season Buffy, uh, Buffy season six. Mm-hmm. I'm in most of it. I'm mm-hmm. an angel for two seasons. I did a lot of extra work when I was out here. Extra work is fantastic and I recommend it highly. I don't care how old you are. In fact, mm-hmm. if you're older, you'll get even more work. And it's not a it's not a drip, a dipping point in your career. It's this. Mm-hmm. When you're an extra, you can't bring your phone. You can't bring anything on set. We could bring paper. If you're a writer and you want to do something, this is the best place to do it. Yeah. Because you're on a set, you're inspired, you're watching things happen. And much like when you ever have a bad teacher and you're like, I could do better than that, yeah. it's that. If you're on the bad set, that's even better. You're like, this script is terrible. So you start writing your own. Okay. And most of the scripts that I've completed have been on a set because right. I was just, I couldn't do anything else and I was frustrated with what was happening around me. Also, another good example if you're an actor, if you're in the corporate world, your goal is so hard. It's so intangible. It's mm-hmm. like, what do I want to do? Where do I want to be? If I'm an accountant, what's the goal? If you're an actor, the goal is literally standing six feet away from you, mm-hmm. making millions of dollars and getting the makeup done and being a dick about it. Right. So you can see the goal. You could smell <laughs> the goal. In front of you can. The goal is right there. It's, <laughs> it's so very clear. <laughs> <It's>, you can <laughs> punch the goal and then get banned yeah. in the city forever. Um, but also extra work teaches you things just on the set. And I moved up in my career because I was at a party at the house of many yeah. in which someone came up to me because one of the girlfriends of one of my roommates was a, was a, uh, first AD and they said, Hey man, um, Carrie just told me you're a, you're a PA, right? And I blinked and went, yeah, yeah. I've never done that in my life. <laughs> I've, I didn't even know what it was. I'd look it up later. It's production assistant, but I'd been on enough sets that I'd yeah. seen enough production assistants. That right. seemed good. It seemed bad. And I'd been spending years on sets and I was like, yeah, I mean, I know what they do. I could probably bring yeah. it. And I I booked a pilot uh, starring Joey Pantsy Pants in the only Joey Pants. <laughs> Joey, Pants. Joey Pants Joey Joey Pants Joey uh, Pants and it was my first day and I was so green and I made so many mistakes mm-hmm. um, but it was the first day of a pilot so everyone was kind of green and all the grips for whatever reason took me under their wing right. and taught me a lot of stuff in the next week and I became a PA and then I built up from there and I was PA and more things. And then, it, it, it look, this town is fake to make it. And it, there yeah. was at one point where, you're like, you're a producer, right? I'm like, yes, <laughs> <laughs> I have technically <laughs> produced things. Actually, yeah, I guess I kind of am. <laughs> yes, sir. And from there, I took on the responsibilities and just kind of kept doing it. I, we, everyone, yeah. fakes it to make it here. So that is where I learned that I was a terrible actor. Oh, and I'm sorry. I have one more yeah. piece of advice I was going to say. Uh, and and a, I think a pretty good producer and I, I think mm-hmm. I'm good at putting people, you know what I'm most proud of is I think I'm good at putting the right people in the right room together. I've yeah. met a lot of great people in this town and I think I know their strengths and weaknesses and I know who to put on a project together so people will reach out to me for free to help them cast mm-hmm. or get mm-hmm. crew and I'm very proud of that and it's something I do that I think I'm I'm good at because I, I, I think I know people yeah, and I've worked yeah. with people and I know they're you good do. but my final piece of advice to an actor is if you want to be an actor in this town, immediately tell all your friends that you never want to be an actor again and you never want to be on camera again and then <laughs> You get double the amount of opportunities to be on camera because they take it as a dare. And I've worked really? more as an actor as soon as I established that I was never going to act again than I ever did when I was trying to be an actor. There and, you go. And there's always this moment. Yeah. There's this beautiful moment. And this goes back to our friend Matt Mercer. Yeah. He did the web series, which was very viral, called There Will Be Brawl, yep. where he did the Nintendo universe of the brawl games as a sort of uh, Sopranos-type show. Yeah. Noir, a little bit. Yeah. yeah. And he, um, you know, I, I came and helped him as a, as a PA. I did sound. I did all kinds of things for that shoot for him, because he was my dearest friend, and I wanted to help. And then he's like, I want you to do me in this scene. And I was like, Matt, you know, you know you I'm do, a terrible you know, actor. You don't you want know. this. And he's like, no, no, I want you, man. I want you to be on this. And there's this moment that I have with all my dear friends when they have me on a set where the first time they call cut... And then they look at me and they go, Oh, yeah. <laughs> they're like, You warned me. Because I always warn them. I'm always like, I'll it's tell you good. twice and I'll never, and then I won't fight you anymore. Don't cast me. <laughs> and then the second they're like, No, I want you. And I'm like, Okay, this is time number two. Don't do it. And then they, the first time I do a line, I'm like, Look out. Here comes the mayor. And they're like, Cut. <sighs> and then they look at me like, God damn it. Yeah. You, no, you, you told, told me it. this was a bad idea. This is a very it. bad
1: but, idea. But out of this failure, <laughs> out of this moment, it's what's also so great about you is is it is it turn you you did not pack your bags and head out? You found your way. You found your way. And you look back. You're working for an internet provider at Northridge. You do <laughs> yeah. You're doing fail- this. You're failing in one area or accepting a limitation. Yeah. And you look back, and this path emerges to where you are now, a nerd power player.
0: Yes. And some of my greatest achievements that I'm the most proud of are some of the shows that no one's ever seen that were just right. disasters. I worked for a, ca- a cable horror company called Fearnet, and I made this weird show oh, where yeah. we did, we did yeah. the news every week that, was, that took place inside of a horror film. It's called Fear News. Yeah. You can still find them on YouTube. They have zero views. But I still yeah. think one of the coolest things we've ever made. Yeah, uh, I did a series with a guy named Flula, who is uh, he's in the not Step Up, but the what's the movie with the. The the singing and they have cup yeah. dancing. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Yeah. Uh, the Pitch Perfect. Yeah. He's in the second Pitch Perfect film. Amazing, talented man. And I did a show where I just had him wake up in the morning on Monday and describe Game of Thrones as best he could in broken English slash German. <laughs> and then I animated it. I think it's still one of the funniest things I've ever made. It's called What right. the Flula. It was on the Machine man Network. No one watched it. But I still... There are those moments where it didn't make sense and, the, and, and I just made it because I yeah. wanted to. And those are still... The moments I'm the most proud of. And I'll tell you this. I'll be very honest with you, Ken, because we have yeah. had enough booze. Yeah. I still want to be on camera. I still want to be that star. Sure. And every time I, <laughs> I do it, every time I'm the producer, I'm like, all right, I'll, I guess I'll step in if they're not going to be here for a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I look in the camera and I look in the monitor. I'm like, fuck, nope, 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 <laughs> nope, 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 nope. And I step back off.
1: F- <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's great, Jack. That you are, you are an amazing, wonderful... Interesting scoundrel Thank Still you. one of my favorites In the town We don't get to see Each other as much But it's been fun Getting to catch up With you via podcast Which yes. is what this town Is also about That is so true It's about content It is uh, But there's some Interesting life lessons there And I know the Knapsack Files fans Are going to enjoy that And I do want to Point them in direction Of your wonderful show Punch Drunk TV with Thank you With Aaron Pruner Yes Who is another uh, Wonderful interesting cat who I should probably grab And put on the show
0: As well Good Um, and Where can they find that show uh, I will tell you right now Whenever you have Aaron Pruner On your show It starts hilarious And it's Real dark. Uh it in the, sounds like a but then night it's also oddly funny. It's yeah, yeah you it's must have me. Aaron on your show. So yeah. we have a show called Punch Drunk TV, which again we uh, get drunk and we uh, talk yeah. about television. Uh that was uh it was previously called Past the F and Remote. That's what I accidentally said before. Right. Uh and then is now Punch Drunk TV. You can find us on iTunes at Punch Drunk TV, and you can find us at punchdrunktv.com tv.com, and that airs every Friday on mm-hmm. Thursday nights. Uh Aaron comes to my place just as Ken mm-hmm. is, is sitting in his seat. Yeah. Right now, by the way, and I told Aaron on our show, I'm like, hey Aaron. Ken's gonna be in your seat on Monday, <laughs> and he's when he comes in the house on Thursday, he's gonna be like a cat that knows something changed. Mm, yeah, as he should, he's not gonna be happy. I didn't change my pants. Today. Uh, good. Uh, so that is, is if you like television and you're passionate about it, yeah. then this is the show for you because we are overly passionate about the silliest things, but we really take it very seriously. We yell at each other. when We have a great time. Uh, Aaron Pruner five years ago said, I want to do a podcast with you and I know you're really hard to pin down on anything and I know you'll drop out after a month. Right. And I said, here's the rule. I don't want to produce. I don't want to do anything. I don't get to be talent on anything. Right. Uh, so this is another callback. I said, if I get to be talent, just show up and do my job, I'll do it. And uh, we've been in this Rochambeau ever since yeah. Of who will quit first <laughs> And I refuse to be the First to quit and that's How it goes and five and years We're
1: almost five years Counting now. that's yep. great so Look up punch Drunk tv You can follow jack on Twitter and it, it's for Someone so much big in Social media the digital Digital media you uh, you Know I don't see a Tweet as much as uh,
0: I'd Like I'm terrible at yeah. Twitter yeah. I I think I'm Pretty damn good at Facebook okay. so if you go yeah, To facebook.com Facebook. slash Flatline jack that's Where you're gonna see The bulk of my content I'm yeah. awful at instagram I'm real bad at Twitter yeah it's just Screaming into the void for me but Be- if you want to see my funnies go to my facebook page and also on facebook we are punch drunk tv so you can see our site there absolutely jack it's been a pleasure an absolute pleasure we'll do we'll do this
1: again sometime with microphones or not <laughs> i would love that we'll and catch tacos up. is a must tacos is a much oh you the snacks jack prepares <laughs> are some of the best in fact we stopped recording for an hour and had dinner between this that's right the magic is lifted back. I'm telling you it all. That's the Knapsack Files for this week. You can follow me at NapSack. Use the hashtag the Knapsack Files to join that conversation, of course. And you can find my official Facebook page on uh, the Facebook machine, which will be, uh, you know, maybe I'll do some Facebook Live stuff there uh, based on Jack's advice. Also, sure? don't forget we have the Patreon page. It's out there now. You can support as the station grows. In 2017, look for my Game of Thrones show, Daily Thrones, which is on the Anchor app. Download it to your telephone, your portable telephone. That is it for now. We'll see you next time on the Napster.